it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The training camp preview edition of the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details over at circussports.com. Welcome, everyone, to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sean Sagan, the Money Green, with my fellow diehards, Rob, Justin. Training camp is almost upon us. Technically, 11 days until the Eagles start their training camp. A super soft training camp. There were moments where I myself said, Joe, Sirianni's being too soft on these guys. But meanwhile, seems to have worked out. Got through the season without a bunch of major injuries. Guys feeling good. It's going to be uh, an electric season. I'm, I'm just jacked to talk football, in particular, the Philadelphia Eagles. Justin, what's happening? How are, how are on a scale of zero to 10, how excited are you for this upcoming training camp? Uh, I'd say probably an eight. I think I've been more excited in the past, but you know yeah. what? I think there's a lot we can look forward to this season as well. I, I think, uh, you know, we got uh, a little spoiled from last season, so it's tough to come back from a Super Bowl and, and hit that high again. So I'm actually a little nervous as well. Um, I feel like last season, the sky was the limit. You saw that we had so much potential. We just needed Hurts to come alive. And now this season, it's, it. it's a little nerve wracking to think that we got to keep that up. I know it's it's. It's weird. Like last year, it felt so good going to that season. The expectations were kind of low. There were a lot of people doubting uh, whether Jalen Hurts was a franchise quarterback. There were even so-called Philadelphia Eagles fans willing to bet me a thousand dollars that Daniel Jones would have a better QBR than <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I said, no way. Hurts is a rare breed. He's untamed. He's going to make a run. He did. They came up so short. That's why it's frustrating to restart the season. The the thing I'm confident about is if there's anyone to be able to handle a Super Bowl loss, come back and still have a chip on their shoulder, still have that focus. It's our boy Jalen Hurts. Rob, how do you feel going into training camp? They're about to strap the pad on, pads on for maybe two, possibly three days for some light contact. How are you feeling coming into the season? Yeah, I feel great. Um, I'm just ready for some football news. This is kind of like such a lull sports-wise right now. I mean, obviously, we have some baseball. The Phil's heated up a little bit, so that's good. But, um, you know, I just want some news, something I can dive into. And, uh, you know, our group chat's been way too quiet lately. So, um, you know, I I feel good about it. I mean, obviously, now this is Nick's third year coming in. Um, You know, he should have it down, but we have two new coordinators. So, see if there's any wrinkles and how that goes. I mean, I think we'll talk about it as the offense goes. It should be pretty much the same, but we'll see how the defense plays out. But I'm just hungry for some news. Let's get this season going. 
Yeah, I mean, no. have you been following, uh, paying attention to the Flyers news there, Robbie? Come on. Mets no, I, I am not a uh, – <laughs> hockey is the one sport. I, I couldn't tell you what's going on there. I'm Justin jumping on is, it. I'm buying my stock now for the Flyers. Justin nice. is, is wearing his Flyers hat. He's he's leaning into the Flyers after the Sixers just just went out, like, so soft. Uh, he – Pintani pivoted to full on Flyers mode. It's pretty. I'm, I'm selling all my NBA, all my Sixers stock. I'm getting into the Flyers now. Well, I and, just don't think we're going to be able to win nice. anything. Beat at this. I point. like it. I support it, I'm Justin. Jumping. Before we get to the preview, Rob, we have to address Justin uh, had an <laughs> item on his schedule today. Well, you you have to be the only Flyers fan who also said, "Can we work around my schedule? I'm celebrating Bastille Day." Um, for the majority of the audience, a steel day is when France celebrated their own independence. Of course, not the independence they got in World War II. You're welcome, France. But Justin, what are you doing for Bastille Day? I feel like we didn't get an answer on the group text. So my wife's good friend, she married uh, this French guy now who lives out in Hawaii with her. And uh, so we go to his place over Bastille uh, for Bastille Day, uh, bring over a bunch of French wine. We drink it. He makes a bunch of food we just get all sauced up eat some great food and uh enjoy ourselves i i tell you what we haven't done it since covid uh but man is it is it great just to get banged up and and have a good time drinking some wine <laughs> are you gonna wear like some... a little little beret and make fun of a <laughs> rude americans uh, no, no, I, I mean i will probably wear a hawaiian shirt why not as is the classy move in uh, hawaii when going to anything that's that's a little upscale but uh no i'm about to have a good time i'm excited Hawaiian shirt and a and a beret. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? Let's talk training camp. Obviously, we're jacked up, but um, yeah. What one thing in particular that has gotten you excited going into the season, Rob? What's one thing jumping off the page uh, for training camp this year? Yeah, I want to see Nicobe Dean. Um, I mean, you guys remember the draft. I, I was ready. Honestly, I was kind of fine if we took him in the first. Then I would have been pumped if we took him in the second. And then when we got him in the third, I was amped up about it. So um, I, I like the kid. Um, I shouldn't say kid. I, I like the guy. But um, I, I want to see how he does. He's give, being given the reins. He's you know should be a starter this year. Has a chance to be a leader on that defense. I, I think did did they say in OTAs or something he was the one calling the plays or wearing the headset or something He's like the that? Mic, I think yeah yeah, yeah. Um, wearing the green. So I, I want to see how he does if he rises to the occasion. I hope so. You know we haven't. I I won't say we have we've had bad linebackers because I think you know last year you know TJ Edwards and those guys actually exceeded expectations, um, but. You know, could he be the guy that really steps up and gives some swagger to the middle of the defense? I hope so. Uh, so that you know, that's kind of matchup number one that I'm watching. Justin, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you, Rob. You kind of took the words right out of my mouth there with Dean and the fact that you know Edwards is no longer with us and uh, White, I believe, moved on as well. Um, and now, I mean, it's up to Dean. Uh, as you said, they overachieved last season, and uh, he's going to have to step up, do his job, you know. Um, I think also, uh, you know, with the, the zone defense that we play, I mean, you need those linebackers to be able to to step up and, you know, undercut some of those routes, um, especially with those good QBs that are in the league that can, you know, kind of pick us apart. So 
Um, I'm excited as well. I mean, he's the number one guy I'm looking at, but uh, obviously the rest of the rookies on the defense there as well. I mean, he's not a rookie anymore, but kind of is as far as what, what, how many snaps did he have last season? I think it was like 10. Um, but yeah, Nolan Smith as well. I'm super excited to see what he does, um, especially battling it out in camp. I'd like to hear kind of what, you know, the guys on the offensive side of the ball say about Nolan, especially if he goes up against Lane at some point, um, and see, see what we got there. So, um, yeah. No, I mean, for me, uh, you hit on a bunch of stuff there, but I, I'm going Jalen Carter. If he he's coming in with a ton of hype, I want to see him coming in focus in shape, ready to go, just toss it around the practice sled. And uh, again, if you want to talk about an offensive line, that's going to make you better and really get you ready for the NFL season. Like, I think there's going to be some sweet training camp battles between Jalen Carter and, and maybe, you know, Jason Kelsey or, you know, some of our guards there, it'd be great to see uh, some of those. Cause I think obviously him stepping in, I mean, the fact that we got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, this D line has a ton of potential to be an elite unit for this, uh, for this team going forward. Usually it's, it's really tough to like lead the league back to back years in sacks. But I think, I think this unit is pretty special and I think uh, they have a chance to do it because they lost Hargrave, but again, bringing in Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith gives this team a, a nice uh, boost here. Taking a quick break to talk about our good buddies over at circus sports. The countdown is on for the NFL season. Cannot wait to sign up for the Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor Contest. $14 million guaranteed in prizes up for grabs. Circa Millions, of course, you're picking five NFL games against the spread each week. Circa Survivor, you guys know how to play a Circa Survivor. You know how to play an NFL Survivor Contest. I'm not going to explain that. The Circa Sports Contests are great. You can uh, enter in Vegas. You can play for them anywhere. Great excuse to get out to Vegas between now when the season kicks off. Um, myself and Ryan Real Money Kramer will be out in Las Vegas for the Circa sign-up weekend last weekend in August. Cannot wait to be holding. Just imagine holding a check worth a million dollars right out of uh, just like your buddy uh, Happy Gilmore over there. Head over to CircaSports.com for all the details at CircaSports.com. And we're back on the Die Hard Eagles podcast. You know, we talk training camp battles as far as, I mean, we are a pretty veteran team relatively. A lot of the positions are set. Justin, I assume you're going to have an eye on your boy, Reed Blankenship. They're coming for his job. <laughs> Do you think Reed Blankenship wins a starting job as the Eagles safety? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's got a little bit of experience under his belt now um, and, and, I mean, he, you could even say he overachieved last season coming yeah. in, uh, especially when CJGJ was banged up. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's not a guy who I think at the beginning of last year you would have thought could potentially be a starter this season. But uh, I, he's got to work for it, obviously. Uh, but I think he has an advantage to start this season. Yeah, no, I yeah, think I'm going to throw in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it. I, I agree with you. The safety battle is going to be interesting. And I was just going to add that. You know, I, I think clearly this is a defensive training camp, right? Like, you know, our offense, you know, last year it was, oh, how's A.J. Brown going to add to this offense? How's Jalen Hurts going to progress? And, uh, you know, I think we largely got our answers last year, obviously. Uh, and this year is really what can the defense do with n not only Desai coming in, you know, thankfully. Um, 
But, you know, we have all these potential playmakers between Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, uh, Nicobe Dean. Um, so it, it's going to be real interesting to me. But to just throw two things out that I'm looking at that are outside the defense. Um, and sorry, Sean, if I was cutting off your, your read discussion, we can go back to that. But one, I want to see how the new running backs are, you know, Rashad yeah. Penny and Swift. You know, one of the things that we've heard about and, and it's been talked about is that Miles Sanders was not a good pass catcher out of the backfield. We really didn't utilize the screen well or, or use him, you know, go to the slant. Um, and apparently DeAndre or DeAndre Swift is uh, good at that. So can our offense kind of take advantage of that and maybe even take a step with some more versatility there? And two, the one thing that I absolutely want to see this year is a punter competition, and hopefully yeah. we're going to have a new punter coming into this season. So, um, you know, clearly eyes on the defense, but I think those are that's one thing on offense and one thing on special teams to look. Even for a punt well. returner. I mean, man, we. Uh, I think we could we could definitely enhance that as well, Rob. Yeah, I, no, I don't disagree. Um, yeah, that uh, the cornerback we got out of Georgia, um, Ringo. He is, uh, I think he's like a super speed guy, Keely Ringo, and I. I don't think he has a, a ton of uh, return experience, but he's someone I wouldn't be surprised if they give a shot at in camp. And Rob, you're right. Punter uh, going back. There has been a lot of talk this week about who uh, was most to blame for Super Bowl 57. And it was it the offense. Was it the defense that punt that gave the chiefs the short field? I think really underrated at when they talk super bowl 57, as far as causes, because Aaron Sipos just horrible, horrible. I feel like he was okay in the beginning of the season, just really fell apart, but they do have a second punter on the roster right now. Ty Zentner. Uh, again, there's no reason Aaron Zipos should be the punter again. The guy was just garbage. We got to move on. Uh, coming back to the running backs, though, it'll be interesting to see who of those four running backs like gets the most carries, is used in what situation. You know, Rashad Penny has been very explosive at times over the years. He's also had a ton of injuries. So is DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gainwell. Uh, he's got got a bunch of random use last year near the goal line, passing down situations. They seem to really like him. And then of course Boston Scott there to dominate the uh the Giants a couple times a year. <laughs> Uh, and Trey Sermon, it'll be interesting to see. I, I would be shocked if we kept five running backs, but maybe there's a world where Trey Sermon gets on the uh, the team there if if maybe Penny uh, has an injury issue or or one of the other guys. I would think it would just be the four guys. But if you is it that is there a chance that DeAndre Swift isn't the starting running back? Like first play of the 2023 season. Justin, percentage-wise, what do you say it is, you know, barring no injuries, DeAndre Swift is the running back that's quote-unquote the starter. I think there's a chance Gainwell makes a little bit of a, a run at the quote-unquote starting job here. I mean, I could even see Penny potentially, you know, making a run at the starting job. But if I had to put money on it, I'd say there's at least a 60% chance that Swift starts. Um, I did love Penny when he was the Seahawks and he was healthy, but I mean, just hasn't happened. And I mean, Swift has run into a, a little bit of those problems as well when it comes to health. So like you said, barring injury though, I think it is going to be Swift to start it off. And, and as Rob pointed out, I mean, it's going to be interesting though, throughout the season, um, who takes the majority of the carries, even within our own system, it seemed like, uh, we were kind of 
we were kind of mixing it up quite a bit um, and and trying to make sure that one guy didn't get too much of the load overall. And um, it, it kind of worked out for us um, in the end, especially last season. Yeah, no, I mean, again, the, the offense in general firing on all cylinders, they seem to get Miles Sanders touchdowns, but Gainwell and Boston Scott were involved in, you know, they, they seem to have a, a good formula there. I, I Sean, yeah. How much hope are you holding out for your boy Quez Watkins? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one, because again, I guess technically, like you look at the Eagles depth chart right now, Quez Watkins, I think would be considered the third receiver, although maybe not. Maybe it is officially. I'm on ourlads.com uh, and they actually have Olamide Zacchaeus listed as the official third receiver there. Oh, wow. I mean, they brought him in, uh, Zacchaeus, to knock out Quez Watkins. The thing is, Quez Watkins, I, I don't know, like. You saw Sirianni in the in the press conference going out of his way to praise Quez Watkins. I think they really want to see everything they can out of Quez Watkins. Like they want to give Quez Watkins this third receiver job, but he's got to have a good camp. He's got to come in and just can't have those mental mistakes, those laps, the drops, um, because he does have good speed, and I think he does give them an element. Like Zacchaeus to me is more kind of like a almost like a poor man's Jordan Matthews, like a guy who's just going to catch a bunch of balls over the middle, be kind of reliable, but not give you any sort of explosive aspect. But if you're Quez Watkins, like you have the Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown, anyone who can cover anyone on the other team is already covered. One of those guys, you had the easiest job in the offense. Just run a straight line and catch the fucking ball, man. Like so he, he's set up in a good spot. So, Sean, back to Rob's question, though. I mean, it seems like you bought Quez Watkins stock yeah. kind of early, and it's since plummeted. <laughs> I, I, have you sold? Are you selling at the beginning? No, of the no it's you're it, holding on to it. You're holding Quez, on to your Quez stock. Yeah, Quez Watkins is like Bitcoin. <laughs> bought it early, spiked. I held on to it. It, it. it bottomed out. I'm still holding on to it. I'm never selling Quez Watkins. Fiat money is over. Quez Watkins is the future. I, I mean, again. <laughs> He is, he's just fun to watch. And he, he gives them an element that the, the other receivers don't have. What um, makes them so when, fun to watch? Like yeah, you enjoy yeah. the, you enjoy yeah. the drops, that drop, the, I guess coming just, up small and big moments. What, what is exciting about that? You know, it's taking me back to Matt Collins. Um, and Matt Collins had that one deep ball, uh, reception from Carson in yeah. the, uh, against the Redskins on Monday night. And it was just like, oh man, this is awesome. And for Quez Watkins, it was the same thing. It was just that deep ball where he was wide open against the Vikings. They forgot to cover him. And in my head, I'm just like, get more of that. How can you not do more of that Quez? Uh, but you're I mean, right. again, we have AJ and Devonta. We don't really need Quez Watkins, but it'd be great if, if you had a speedy guy to open things up for the other two guys. I agree. This is the most Quez Watkins talk, I think, on any podcast <laughs> ever. That's why we're the diehard Eagles. And speaking <laughs> of Matt Collins, uh, you know, had some yeah. nice games there for the Raiders. Uh, he's, he's heading over to Atlanta. Look out for Matt Collins. He actually had a good season there. He's He had a good good season. Uh, yeah, a good few seasons, right, with the Raiders and even with Miami. He yeah. showed a few flashes. I agree yeah, he's, he's hanging around in the league. Uh, I guess other bat, the only, I mean, the, the safety battle, which we had kind of talked a little bit about kind of, kind of, it does seem like it's Terrell Edmonds and Reed Blankenship and possibly another guy. Like I, I think we do have a decent amount of cap space. 
if there is a late Howie Roseman move, I would think it would be safety. But Rob, what do you? Th- is there another position you could see Howie grabbing someone? I saw someone trying to link us to Josh Jacobs, and there's no way in hell he would do that. But do you think no, there's because Jacobs there? wants a deal? Um, yeah. So I we're not going to pay a running back that much. So I just that's a pipe dream. Um. I yeah. I think secondary is is really where it's at. Um. I mean, I. Honestly, my biggest concern coming into the year is the secondary. And, and yeah. honestly, that goes corner and safety. I, you know, I know we brought back Slay and Bradbury. I think they still have an, another good year in them, but they're not getting younger. Uh, if one of those guys goes down, that's a problem. Um, so, you know, if you're asking me what remains a concern, it's that secondary group as a whole. I'm, you know, I'm hopeful. I think they can play well. They certainly did last year. Um, but, you know, you never know. It's a new year and, and we'll see what happens. And if one of those guys would get hurt, we're we're in trouble. True. One guy we didn't bring up about uh training camp though. I, I am curious to see what Sidney Brown can do because yes, you put yes. it out, Rob. Somebody oh, good goes point. down. Um, especially in the safety, you know, area, because I don't trust Kayvon Wallace anymore uh to step up. He's had his opportunities the past few seasons. <laughs> and I mean if you look at who's behind him, it gets even worse. But maybe Sidney Brown could show some flashes and you know if Blankenship goes down or Edmonds. I mean and and as we're pointing out, those two guys aren't, you know, uh, I would say above average at best right now. That's um, what I was gonna nice say. To it's not out of the up. question that he start he could be, you know, in yeah. contention to start, quite honestly. Well, I, yeah, I like they, I like him. Everything I've read seems positive. Yeah, and the Eagles went out of their way. They revealed like they gave Sidney Brown the the Philly star, which is like a a symbol of like this this is the type of player that you know embodies what the Eagles and the city of Philadelphia are all about. I can't remember the you know both Howie Roseman, even Jeffrey Lurie. I felt like talked about of like there does seem to be a, a bit of chatter from like the from the the higher ups as far as Sidney Brown coming in here, which makes me think. You know, Terrell Edmonds, Reed Blankenship, I don't think their jobs are set in stone. And if you look for one upset uh, as far as like to win a, a starting job, I think it might be Sidney Brown. Again, haven't seen him yet. We'll see how he does preseason training camp, but he's certainly he's certainly a fun guy uh, to keep an eye on. As far as concerns for me, I, I, I think talent, like player wise, I feel overall pretty good. Um, we'll see if Cam Jurgens can fill in at right guard there, but I think to me, it's just the fact we got two new coordinators uh, yeah. for the the offense and the defense. I mean, the fact that we kept Brian Johnson promoted in house, love that. Uh, we still got our tush push, so I feel good about that. Converting some third ones and fourth and ones, um, and uh, but yeah, I mean the the two new uh, coordinators, I think, is a big concern. Justin, what are you worried about going into camp? No, I agree. I, I- at least Johnson, I mean, he's got the experience with Hurts, I guess, what, 20 years or whatever they've known each other. But the other thing, too, he's got the offensive coordinator experience coming from um, the Florida Gators, which is nice to see. But this is a different game. I mean, we're, we're coming from Steichen, who I think he had six seasons with the Chargers and worked his way up and, you know, was on the offensive side of the ball for quite a while. So I, I think it is a little different sometimes when you're being brought up in the NFL compared to the college game, even if you are calling play 
plays at the college level. So it's going to be curious to see how Brian, you know, decides to call the game um, compared to what yeah. Steichen had. Not Steichen, that I think yeah. he's going to do a bad job, but it, it'll be interesting. And then Alex Tanny too is, is moving up to be the quarterback coach. Mm. And I mean, I am curious to see how things work out with him and Hurts. I don't think there's going to be much of a change, but, you know, the guy's going to be with him now on a, on a more regular basis. So it, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what, what changes take place on the offensive side of the ball with them. All right, enough messing around. The real issue facing us coming into this training camp is when are they going to release the Eagle Kelly green jerseys for years? They've been teasing us saying the Kelly green jerseys are coming. They're coming this season, but they still haven't, haven't released, uh, you know, released the date of when they're going to release the jerseys. I'm just sitting here waiting to buy more jerseys. Let me give you my money. Philadelphia Eagles. Rob, are you going to get a Kelly green Jersey or no correction? How many Kelly green jerseys are, are you going to buy and which players are you going to buy? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't decided the player yet, but I'm absolutely getting one. I'm a huge Kelly green guy. I've been pulling for this for a long time. So um, I'll update us uh, on a future podcast as to that, but I'm absolutely buying one. <laughs> Quick break to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes. Of course, get those Jalen Hurts stack, A.J. Brown stack, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard. Best Ball Fantasy really is the best way to play. All you do is draft your team. You forget about it. You don't have to worry about waiver wires, trades, your cousin saying he's never going to talk to your other cousin because he didn't pay his league dues on time. Come on. That's not fun. And there isn't millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs. Underdog fantasy is the best and their NFL pick them, AKA NFL player props available in a ton of states. So head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code S G P N. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What about you? What about you, Justin? You know, I may, I don't know. My jersey days may be numbered now after my my uh my lot of jersey. Uh but I, I definitely am gonna look forward to buying uh my two girls uh jerseys. Most likely they'll be Hertz. Uh mm. just because I could see him having a hopefully a long career here with the Eagles. <laughs> um, I could just I can see one of the girls at your uh you know, one of the kids at your girls' school going, Who's Blankenship? <laughs> I'm <laughs> having to explain uh, Reed Blankenship to their fellow classmates. When you're like Justin and you have a white side jersey, you yeah, really it'll don't be like when I wear my white side jersey. People at the bar would be like, "Who's that guy? Is he on the field?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, other random story. The the guy who looks like Jalen Hurts, uh, who works for UPS, is now going to meet up with Jalen Hurts. Uh, it seems to be, you know, again, we are kind of in the dead of summer here, but uh, <laughs> I, he, the UPS driver shot a video. He does look like Jalen Hurts when he has his beard shape, but other than that, he doesn't look much like Jalen Hurts. Rob, what do you, what do you mean? What do you make of this story? The crazy part is unfortunately the guy is a Cowboys fan. Now he's flying out to meet Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll see if they have some sort of side bet going on, but what do you make of this story? I mean, I don't know. It shows you it's a slow news day. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for Jalen. Uh, you know, it's probably a good publicity thing. Bring the guy out and have some laughs and 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 move on. But I don't know that it's really much more than that. I mean, he's a Cowboys fan, so does he actually deliver? I mean, oh, there you go. Come on. <laughs> I hope he delivers better than the Cowboys. Yeah, UPS not showing up January through February since 1995. <laughs> uh, speaking of um, Cowboys, I don't know. I, I I've been sending you guys the um, the videos that I've been doing taunting Des Bryant. Des Bryant is going to the Fantasy Football Expo. Uh, our show, Sports Gambling Podcast, will also be out there. They have a flag football game. I, I'm going out of my way to call out Des Bryant, who's going to be on someone's team there. I said to Des Bryant, if you can score a touchdown on me, I will donate $1,000 to the charity of your choice. If I prevent you from scoring a touchdown against me, then he has to sing the Eagles fight song. Justin, what would you set the odds? Uh, I assume I'm a favorite, but what would you set the odds at for this? <laughs> I don't know who's taking the odds that Des isn't going to burn you. I don't know. <laughs> that's what crazy. what uh what's the side bet on you pulling a hamstring? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what Rob. <laughs> I have a rigorous hot yoga schedule. My hamstrings are in great shape. I I do need to up my cardio, start running a little bit. But my see, Des hasn't even looked into the rules. You only get four downs. It's like. He also doesn't realize it's not like we're playing in a regulation size NFL field. It's like 20 yards wide. It's, and you only get four plays. Also the, the, the quarterback isn't, yeah, it's not Jalen hurts. It's some guy who hosts a fantasy football podcast, throwing the ball. So I, there's a lot of things stacked in my favor and worst case, I just tackle him and take the penalties. I'll thus preventing Sean. How tall are you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like five nine, five nine. I mean, what is so, he, I'll, I'll, so I'll, he's six two. Okay. He ran like yeah. four five in his prime. <laughs> yeah, you ran nine, probably five. like five five in your prime. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll see. I do I think, have. I think the other interesting part about this, Sean, is the fact that like I feel like I'm nephew Kyle and you're Bill Simmons now. I mean, talking about hanging out with like sports celebrities you got a thousand dollars to give away to charity you're talking about hot yoga i mean you're taking like I'm hollywood with flights to costa rica staying at a compound so i mean i'm like a, at the frolic room right now <laughs> so that's a deep reference for people who go hard <laughs> into the bill simmons universe like justin and i do uh, listen to his podcast shout out to nephew kyle um last bit of news here uh <laughs> Dallas Goddard, I think, made news for two separate uh, quotes on the Pardon My Take podcast, one of which was, again, the tush push. 
um, quote saying people hated it every time they'd call us pussies, call us soft, tell us to quote run to real play. And we're like, well, don't give us third and one and fourth and one. I don't know how you don't, uh, you know, you guys got to stop us. That's the other thing. Like run a real play. What is more of a real football play than just pushing everyone forward and trying to stop it? Having the ability to get those third and ones and fourth and ones, I think is completely underrated. And I would have been super pissed. I still think he would convert a high percentage of them. If you didn't have the tush push, obviously it helps, but I mean, it was like 95% last year on third and one and fourth and one. Like, that's huge. I mean, first of all, any team could do it. So if it's so easy, then why aren't you yeah. on the same thing? Maybe, and it'll be interesting if we see it a lot more this year. Maybe we will. Um, I would guess, you know, if I'm an NFL coach of another team, I'm practicing that play after seeing how much success the Eagles had. But, you know, it is what it is. It's legal and 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 stop them or, you know, do something else. Sell out. Um you know, see yeah, what happens. I mean, I love the play. Um, I wish though we would stop talking about it because I mean they were trying to make a rule change and it looks I could I could see one potentially coming after this season. I saw another article, I forget, I think it was somebody from Atlanta said that they were in the play and all it was going gung ho and basically you get banged up doing it. So I I could I think see it was Buda Baker. Yeah, is that who it was? Yeah, I could see the league potentially trying to make a change under, you know, the guise of player safety. Oh. Um, so I know, I agree. I, it's it's awesome, and I love that it's in our favor. Um, I, I just want to take the target away from us at, at this point. And, yeah, hopefully other teams start doing it. So it takes kind of a bullseye away from us, and um, we can keep it going. I love it. First of all, the league's all about offense and scoring points, so they should be loving it. Yeah, what do they care? And also, it's great for fantasy, great for Jalen Hurts. Come on, league. Back off our tush push. Uh, plus, the announcers <laughs> <laughs> announcers love talking about it. The uh, woman on NFL Live <laughs> just kept saying how she loved the name tush push. It's like, how do you? Come on, NFL. It's right up there with butt fumble. You got to keep the tush push alive. All right. Uh, that'll do it. Just kind of hitting the broad strokes here for the training camp kickoff. I'm sure we will be back giving you more episodes breaking down what's going down in training camp. I mean, we're only uh, like three, three weeks away here from the preseason game one. I'm Jack. Let's go subscribe rate. Toss us a nice review over there. Give us a follow on Twitter at diehard Eagles 52. For the Die Hard Eagles podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green. For Rob, for Justin, go birds. Go, go birds. birds.